Welcome to the Thyroid Fixer Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amy, and we're diving deep into the world of hormones, especially for all you fierce women in perimenopause and menopause and anyone dealing with hypothyroidism. If you're struggling with weight gain, you feel like shedding those pounds is an impossible feat. If you're dealing with plummeting energy levels, gut-wrenching fatigue, or a libido that seems to have left town, then you're in the right place. And don't even get me started on the hair loss. If these symptoms are sounding all too familiar, you sound your tribe. Welcome, because my goal is to educate, empower, and shake up your world. I want you to embrace every inch of that badass woman that you truly are. So if you're ready to dive in and fix things, let's get started. Why do I feel worse on thyroid medication? Why don't I just stop taking it all together because I felt better before I started taking it? It's supposed to be helping me. It's not. I see this question more so in the Facebook groups and I wanted to address it because there are a couple different answers and you really need to weed through which answer fits your situation before you just stomp your thyroid medication. Now, here's the thing. If you're actually saying that you're feeling worse on thyroid medication, number one, it's probably because you're on T4 only, or you're just not on the right medication for you. It's very rare that I see someone put on thyroid medication when they don't have a thyroid problem. Even conventional medicine can't F it up that bad. So I mean, it's hard enough to get an actual diagnosis in the conventional medicine world, much less actually be put on thyroid medication when you don't have a thyroid problem. It's usually on the opposite end of things that you're walking around with a thyroid problem and everyone keeps telling you that you're normal and you're fine and there's absolutely nothing wrong. So then like me, when you get the diagnosis, you're like, yes, sweet. There's an answer. Now I'm going to have a pill for that answer. And then you take said pill like I did for five months and nothing got better. I can't necessarily say that it got worse. I didn't gain more weight. I didn't really feel worse. I just stayed the same. I pretty much plateaued and could not lose a pound, did not feel any better. But then when I hear someone say, oh my gosh, I'm getting worse on it. I'm gaining weight. I'm feeling like absolute garbage through the day. I can't get going. My mind is shot. My brain won't focus. No memory whatsoever. Dry skin, all the things. Then I say, okay, let's look at what's going on and how your body is reacting to that medication and what you're taking and how much you're taking because that is going to be great data for the person that's actually going to help you. So after you lead these fools that keep putting you on the wrong stuff and you're not feeling any better, and then you work with a thyroid expert that knows what the hell they're doing, then we can say, okay, Sue, so you're on 125 micrograms of T4. You've been on T4 all your life. And just recently, your doctor said, I want to increase your dose. You're on 112, now you're on 125. And that change of going up in the medication actually made you feel worse per your report you have gained an additional five, 10 pounds. You're still struggling with your words and you're really fatigued and, and it just seems to be a lot worse in this last month since increasing your dose, right? Right. Okay, well, what the problem is, and then I look at the labs and we say, have you ever had reverse T3 tested? Because you've been on this T4 medication your whole life and it seems like there's a pattern of your doctor just increasing your T4 medication. But have you ever had your reverse T3 checked? No. Okay, well, we're going to check it. 
Because now this could be part of the problem. When you were on 112, you were not getting better, but certainly not getting worse. Pretty much staying status quo, which is, by the way, no place to live either. Side note, just side note over here real quick. I was on with a new patient today and we were getting into how much better she's going to feel based on what we saw in her labs. And she said, you know, this is crazy. I think so many people are like this, that you don't really know how bad you are right now until you get optimized and start feeling better because we just get used to feeling the way we are and bad becomes the new norm. And I'm like, you know, yeah, that's exactly it. You're right. We don't, I mean, so many people will say, oh yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm doing great. I'm doing great on T4 only. I think that's, I think that 2% of the population that do well on T4 only per the study, I keep giving you this stat, 2% of the population do well on T4 only, 98% of the population need a combination of T3 and T4 or T3 only to feel optimal and to get better. I think part of that 2% that claim that they are doing well, whatever that criteria is, I mean, the data is the data and i believe the data, I would even go so far as to say, I would not be opposed to saying 100% of people need T4 and T3. Because that 2% that supposedly does well on quote unquote, I don't think that they realize how bad they are. I don't even know if they know that the symptoms that they have are thyroid related. And if that was addressed, they would feel better. I mean, do well on T4 only. I don't even know, again, what criteria or questions they asked. I was on an airplane once sitting next to a woman and we got to talking and she shared with me that she is on Synthroid and she's doing great. She has thyroid problems too and she's taking T4 and she's doing great. And, and maybe she really, maybe she is happy as, you know, a dog in mud or a pig in mud or whatever the saying is. <laughs> but... I got to tell you, she was easily visibly overweight to a health kind of consequence overweight. I'm not judging. You can love your body. That's fine. But there's a health consequence to walking around with extra fat, whether you like it or not. There just is. So I thought like, yeah, but you're really not doing well on T4 only. And even if the extra weight doesn't bother her aesthetically or physically as in extra pain, like muscular pain when you're carrying around excess weight, it is bothering your body biologically. And there's no doubt about that. Okay, so I digress, bringing you back. So you're on T4 only. You're on 112, you went to 125, you feel worse. So now let's test your reverse T3. And oh, look, there's a conversion problem. Now, if someone would have tested you on the 125, we would probably see that reverse T3 starting to climb or on the 112, we would see it starting to climb. Okay, maybe you were at like a 13, 14, 15 at the 112, but now you're up to a 20. So your body's shutting down. That excess T4 just pushed up your reverse and that's why you actually feel worse because now your body's in survival mode and it's shutting down your metabolism and it, it basically thinks that you're laying in the ICU or the ER fighting for your life. So since our bodies are smart, when reverse T3 goes up, if we were in the ICU or the ER, it's, it's built into us. It's a survival mechanism that we want there because if you're laying in the ICU, the ER, you've heard me say this before. Anyone new listening to the podcast, this is going to be the first time you hear me say this. 
If you're laying in the hospital bed in the ICU or the ER and you are fighting for your life, you want your reverse T3 elevated because that's your body saying, as you are fighting for your life, you do not need to burn body fat. You do not need to think. You don't need to have good skin or good hair. You don't actually even need to poop. You need all of your energy focused toward healing and staying alive. So the reverse T3 goes up in order to shut those other processes down or at least significantly slow them down so that energy conservation can be there for the body's survival. So Sue, who's walking around in survival mode, is not lying in the ICU or the ER. And that's the problem. That's the problem with doctors giving T4 only. That's the problem with them only increasing the T4 medication. That's the problem with them not testing reverse T3 and giving you a line of bullshit that it's only in clinical practice that we do this. You better do it in clinic or in whatever they say, in the ICU, the ER. They should be doing it all the time because we want to know whether or not you're in survival mode when you're walking around trying to live life, going to work, being with friends, being social, working out, taking care of yourself, but you're in survival mode. So what are you supposed to do? Okay, that's scenario one. That's probably accounts for about 90% of you who say that you feel worse on thyroid medication. So I don't I just throw it out the window. The other, I, I would say, okay, part two, number two, if you are on any medication that has a filler in it that your body doesn't like, you're going to feel worse. Now, let's really focus on the big, big, big obvious, celiac. If you have celiac disease, you cannot even have a trace of gluten anywhere at any time. And that includes that microscopic speck that is in some of your medication. Bottom line, certain generic forms of Levo have it. This, this particular piece of information varies from source to source, but I have seen documentation that there is or was gluten in armor and then that's why so many of you did better on nature throid. A lot of people say, you know, desiccated thyroid is desiccated thyroid. Yes. The, the base material, the T3 and the T4, the natural desiccated thyroid material for NP armor, nature throid is all the same. It's what the company blends it with as a filler, as a stabilizer. And nature throid is very pure. So some of you who switch from nature throid to armor or NP might be feeling worse because of the fillers. Definitely celiac. You you have to ask. You might have to have it compounded. Most generic T3 does not contain gluten. If we bounce over to the T4, tyrosine does not contain gluten. Synthroid does not contain gluten brand. But then you get into the T4 generics. And yes, you can get into some gluten. You go over to the NDTs, you can get into some gluten. And then there's all y'all who are very sensitive to corn and... Soy, not so much. I haven't really seen that as a filler. Dairy can be a filler in certain medications. Trace them as specs. We're talking specs. So I wouldn't really, I don't really think the corn and the dairy are as much of an issue for most of you because we're talking such a microscopic speck as opposed to, that's why I started with celiac and gluten because any kind of microscopic speck is going to be a ginormous problem. So yes, if you have celiac, you absolutely have to make sure that you are asking the pharmacist what is in the medication because you could be on T3. And actually, the last report that I saw, brand Cytomel T3 has more fillers than 
generic cytomel or lyothyronine. So you have to ask, you have to investigate. Most of you are not going to be that reactive to the fillers in there. It can be, that's why I put it number two, it can be for my very, very sensitive autoimmune people. But for most of you, it's going to come back to the type of medication that you're on. Are you on T4 only? Do they keep raising your dose? Where is your reverse T3? Or number three, you just don't have enough T3 on board. Okay, so maybe you are on armor or NDT, any kind of NDT. And hey, it's better than T4 only because there's at least a little bit of T3 in there. But there's still 80% T4 and 20% T3. So if we're still kind of overloading you with the T4 and we're only giving you a little bit of T3, that could be a problem if you're still struggling with conversion. So yes, yes, yes. Having the T3 in is better than no T3 at all. But if we test you and you're on 120 megs of armor and you still are coming back with a reverse T3 of a 15, then that's a problem then that's not working for you. Then we at least have to lower the armor and add in T3 to change that ratio. So number three really is ratio. T4 to T3 ratio and your body. This isn't T4 to T3 ratio in general. There is no one size fits all whatsoever. When I see the questions in the Girl Fix Your Thyroid Facebook group, I see you in there saying, you know, okay, well then uh, what, what should I ask for? You know, what should the dose be? Well, I don't know. I mean, yes, if you put labs up, we're able to kind of zero in and pinpoint that a little bit better. But but it just there is no in general response. I'll, I'll get the same question. What's the average dose of T3 that people get optimized on? It's all over the board. It's whatever dose your body needs. I've seen people optimized on 10 to 20 micrograms, rarely less than 10, but 10 to 20 micrograms. And I've seen myself at 150. I have two other patients that are higher than me in what they take. In combination, it's usually a combination. Well, I take that back. Two men are higher T3 total above a 150. They're closer to 175, 200. And then the woman that I'm thinking of is on a really high combo. So it's all about what is the combination that's going to work for you and your body. What is that ratio of T4 to T3 that your body needs? And once you find that, you certainly won't feel worse. You'll, you'll feel better and you will get better. So do not ditch your thyroid medication completely. I mean, if anything, if you feel worse after a dose increase and that's all you have in your possession is T4 and that's all you can take, until you can go find the thyroid expert that knows what the hell they're doing and prescribe you what you need. If you feel worse on an increase, then go back to the last dose or cut it in half. If you test your reverse D3 and you see that it's through the roof, then cut back your dose and make sure that you are doing everything you can for conversion. So realize that you probably do need T3, but in the meantime, make sure you're taking mag, make sure, make sure you're taking a little bit of selenium. We're not talking 200 to 300 per day. I'm talking like a Brazil nut a day, maybe 100, like three times a week. Make sure you're taking iodine daily, magnesium daily, vitamin D. Make sure you are keeping your antibodies in check. So if you have antibodies, add in Hashimoto's fixer. That's going to lower the antibodies, take down inflammation. 
Make sure you're supporting your liver. There's a lot of conversion that occurs in the liver. There's a lot of conversion that occurs in the gut. So if you are stuck on T4, you can at least be doing all of these things to help. Add in thyroid fixer T2 to at least boost your metabolism. It's so much better than being on T4 only. It's going to boost your metabolism. It's going to help with energy. It's not going to, I had this question the other day as well in the Girl Fixer Thyroid Facebook group. It's not going to take the place of T3. It can convert to T3. So you might see a tiny bump. And by a tiny bump, I mean, you might go from a 2.5 to a 2.8, maybe, but you're not going to go to a two, from a 2.5 to like a 3.7, like T3 would do. So you might get a little bit of a visual bump in your labs, but you will get improvement in your symptoms. So if you're on T4 only, my God, please at least add in thyroid fixer, be taking iodine, be taking magnesium, a little bit of selenium, vitamin D, take Hashimoto's fixer if you have antibodies, support your liver, support your gut, do all those things. Get your estrogen in check, get your insulin in check. These are all factors that will increase reverse T3 that will impair conversion. So get your insulin down, get your insulin in check, your glucose in check, get your inflammation down in your body. And then maybe, maybe, maybe we can get that T4 only that you are stuck on to at least do its minimal job at giving you life-saving thyroid hormone. And then let's take that T4 that you're being given and push that to T3, push it to free T3, because that's what your cells need. So if we can get that reverse T3 down by addressing everything, then even though stuck on T4 only might be able to get better. But the bottom line of that whole big long tirade that I just did was if you feel worse increasing your T4, go back to at least the last dose that you were on, if not half. Do not just stop your thyroid medication. You could crash. And then you want to talk about feeling worse. You could feel worse. Now, I know there's going to be people out there that say, well, I've, I stopped my thyroid medication and I felt better. I get it. I'm not using this as a one-size-fits-all blanket statement that no one should stop their thyroid medication. In some instances, it works, but be careful. I mean, please just work with somebody. I don't want you to crash. If you stop cold turkey and you're on a super high dose, ugh, you know, there is that negative feedback loop that occurs with the thyroid. So it's not quite yet pumping out. You're better off to drop down because it's not quite yet pumping out the thyroid hormone that maybe it once did even when it was broken. Even, it, even when it was spitting out a shitty amount of thyroid hormone, it was still spitting it out. And now it's at zero because you've been taking so much T4 for so long. So just be wise about it. In a perfect world, I would rather you just find somebody to work with that can actually get you on the right dose as opposed to battling your PCP who wants to keep or your endocrinologist who wants to keep raising your dose and making you worse. But I understand not all of you are there yet. So if you're stuck on T4 only, those are my tips. Don't just stop cold turkey. Those are my tips to, to find relief in the midst of the storm. All right. As always, I hope this helps. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, 
You can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.